This is Apostle James Podcast, transfiguring the world by the Word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Remain watchful and pay attention as we dive into what the Lord has for us today. Yesterday we talked about the call and uh, and I think that is in episode 191. I think I mentioned it in episode 191. And then we talked about the call and then the processes that God called Peter. You know, first of all, God called, uh, Andrew brought Peter to God, to the Lord Jesus Christ in John chapter 1. And then in Matthew chapter 4, we find out that uh, Jesus was passing by in that daytime and made them why they were you know they were busy and jesus called them they followed jesus both andrew and the peter in that place he said i will make you fishers of men in john chapter one uh, when jesus when andrew brought uh, simon to jesus he said to simon i said to him you are simon that shall be called Cephas." Now, in Luke chapter 5, and uh, the topic right now is, uh, uh, at thy word. The topic is, at thy word. I believe God is speaking. God God is saying something. These series that are coming now, God is saying something, especially to somebody. You know, look at the way to walk with God. You know, the way to walk with God. And uh, you can listen to that again, episode uh, 191. That's episode 191. And then Luke chapter 5 here. You know, Jesus came, you know, to the seaside. And then I found the boat of Peter. Uh, They were washing their nets. That was early in the morning. They were washing their nets. And uh, Jesus entered their boat that was Peter's own, and then asked him to move a little bit. He moved a little bit into the, into the, into the, into the, you know, to the sea. And Jesus, you know, preached from there. And after Jesus had finished preaching, then Jesus asked him to, to trust, to, to, uh, to launch, uh, you know, to the deep for a hole. Then Peter said that they have toiled all night and caught nothing but at thy word. So that is the thing. The key message now is at thy word, at thy word, at thy word. You know, it's good to keep journals. Keep journals, make notes. You see, a wise man, a wise man never makes a move. <clears throat> until the Lord has clearly spoken. A wise man never made... Remember the immediate one that we just said here. He said that it is is possible. It's possible. You know, the way God called Peter, the processes, if you look at the processes that he took before Peter became Cephas, that Cephas, it was towards the end of Jesus' ministry. And it was when Peter had gotten the revelation. 
of Christ. You may be 35 years in ministry, but you have not gotten exactly what the Lord wants that He will use. There's a book I bought a long time ago, African Christianity. I always mention that. You know, African Christianity. And there was this, this man called Kimbayugu in the Uzaye. In the Uzaye, according to in the, in the book there. And um, the long story is that that man was trained for life. They preached for six months. And within, for, within six months, he changed the landscape of the of that nation in in those days according to that book african christianity i can't remember the author he was trained for life and preached for six months it's just like jesus the bible says jesus began to be about 30. but when jesus was 12 years old he knew that he would be about his father's business before 18 solid years Jesus never did anything. People were dying. Jesus knew why he came. But the time was not yet. Even when his mother asked him to go and begin, he said, my time was not yet. Even when the disciple, when he began, the disciple says, every time is okay for you. But that was because there was something he was going to do. That chapter, chapter 7 is different from the chapter 2. You know? So, Jesus waited for six, for 18 solid years. 18 years. People were dying. But Jesus did nothing. Because it wasn't yet time. We know the theological aspect of it because uh, Jesus was going to operate as a priest. And as a priest, he must be. You know, the, the initial rule before it was reduced to 25. The initial rule was that a priest must be at least 30 years old to be a high priest. So Jesus couldn't have qualified. You, you, could, be, you could be a soldier. You could, you, could, you could be a man of war from 20. You could be a Levite from 25, 20, 25. But to be a priest and high priest, you must be 30. So that was why that Jesus had to wait till about 30 years old. You know? You know, in the last one I talked about, uh, I, I, I mentioned a whole lot of things. So, you wait and Jesus waited until that time now we are saying a wise man never makes a move until the Lord has clearly spoken and when the Lord speaks the wise man acts upon it irrespective of how odd when a wise man hears the Lord uh, he asks, irrespective of the odds. You know, David was one such wise man. <laughs> David was one such wise man that never moved unless God spoke. That was why that he was, you know, 
David was really a man after God's own heart. A wise man never makes a move until God. You see, there is, there is a sequence. So we wait upon God for God to speak. You have you know, some good examples like First Samuel chapter 30, 2 Samuel chapter 2, 2 Samuel chapter 5. You know, David never made moves unless that God spoke. He could know what to do, but he waited for God to speak, just like Elijah. Every wise man and every man called of God must wait for God to speak. Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 2 says, The vision, the word, which Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw. He saw the word of God. I love that. <laughs> you see the word of God. Ezekiel was in the valley of dry bone until the word of the Lord came to him. And then and took him. You know, the Lord, the, 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 the word of the Lord came, took him took him to the valley of that dry bone and it was very dry. Bible says it was very dry. And God said to him, Son of man, shall this bone live? He said, that knoweth. These guys know how to give answers. Jesus asked Philip and Andrew, the disciples, and said, where can we find bread that we may feed all these ones? Uh, and the Bible says their John wrote, Apostle John wrote, for himself knew what to do. The, he knows what to do. When God is giving you a mandate, wait. He knows what to do. He might have cost you many things. Wait. Wait. They keep your journals. Papa Kenehagi Senior in those days, like I said that there are some messages said that he has over a thousand. Then he said he said that over a thousand messages that he wrote in his journal, he never preached. <laughs> over a thousand. Keep on studying and keep on putting them there. He said he had over a thousand messages that he never preached. He didn't preach. Over a thousand. So not every message that we receive that we preach, most, some of them are for our own personal consumption. But when God asks us to expose certain personal things, don't wait, expose them. Just like I said in the last podcast. You know, as I was talking in the last podcast, you know, we've done great exploits where we are, We've done quite great exploit, but God wants to move you to another level. There was this missionary that used to come to our church in those days, a long time ago. And then he opened our understanding to John chapter 17. He said that when God wanted to transit him to another aspect of ministry, see, God transits you, and he used John chapter 17 and said jesus prayed jesus prayed in john chapter 17 i have finished thy work without sin you know we without have finished thy work john chapter 17. 
But had Jesus died at that time? No. Jesus was getting into a new phase of the ministry. The evangelistical aspect of it are gone. He was getting to propitiatory part. He had served as, this is not me talking, he has served as the scapegoat. Remember the scapegoat was not killed. But the scapegoat took the sin and went into the wilderness. So he was going to now serve as the other slaughter goat. You know in the atonement, the Leviticus chapter 16, they will bring, God commanded Moses to tell Aaron, you will bring two goats and they will confess the sins of the people on those goats and then they will send one to the wilderness and will kill the other one to purify the altar. So you find out that the other one, the living scapegoat, if there was not one that way, Jesus couldn't have been taking away the sin of the people. So when Jesus was walking the streets of Galilee, he was the living scapegoat that took the sins of the adulteress, took the sins of the of the 419 you know, took the sins of the dupe, took the sins of the Pharisees that believed, somebody like uh, Nicodemus, took the sins of the Gentiles, Bible says in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 12 verse 20, 21, or there about that, in him shall Gentiles put their trust. Amen. So you find that, that while Jesus was there, he was already converting Gentiles. So Paul was, Peter was not the first person that preached to Gentiles. Gentiles were already saved in the time of Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. You know, in the time of this, the Greeks came. And then during the Passover, the Greeks came said, we must see him. They came to Philip and Philip went to Andrew. Then Andrew, they, together they came to Jesus. You know, they had order in that place. You get what I say? You know, so, okay, let me get back to what I'm talking about. Amen. You see, David was such a person. Even when you know, you know the mind of God. Wait, there is an empowerment that comes. So there is a sequence what God is doing. You know, don't follow the pressure of people. Wait for God to speak. You know, Elijah did it. Don't follow signs. Elijah did it. Wait on the Lord. Elijah, God told Elijah, you know, to go to the mount. Elijah walked for 40 days. For 40 days. And went and hid himself in the cave. And then God came. We know that earthquake came. But go, it, Bible says, you know the mystery there is that the Bible says, and the Lord passed by, and there was earthquake, but the Lord was not there. Bible said the Lord passed by you. There was earthquake, and Bible says again, the Lord passed by, 
and there was wind but the lord was not there but he passed by but he was not there he created it and then there was fire and the lord was not there until he heard this this small voice then he wrapped himself and then i came out great men great men and wise men wait to hear god great men and wise men wait to hear god and god speaks you know you know but what i'm talking you know i said this i don't know see i'm i'm thank god for jonas <laughs> i was just asking questions i said that, that are you really called sometimes you wonder are you called uh, am i called of god don't tell me i'm called no 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 just listen if you have question you ask question praise the lord you know let's talk about david i was talking about david you see you know in first samuel chapter 30 the story we know too well the Amalekite came to ziklag where david and his men lived and bend it down that's how my my daughter will always talk about it you know and bend bend and bend it down bent down the place and took his two wives and other women and children captive it was a very stressful problem for david the, the first thing david did was to encourage himself in the lord in verse 4 the bible said that they wept until there was no more strength in their life <laughs> the, the weeping they did in that verse 4 was not what touched god those were just emotional expression take understand what i'm saying most of the time are weeping are just you know emotional expression he didn't quite alter anything the first right thing he did which is the first lesson that we should learn from here is to switch gear from weeping out you know any stopped up emotion it is good to whip out emotion whip it out that you felt whip it out that things are not right but after that the the next thing he did was to strengthen himself in the lord strengthen yourself strengthen yourself strengthening oneself in the lord is the very first right thing that he did then david strengthened himself in the lord because people will not strengthen you especially when people think that yeah, where were you david and then people came and took your wives took your children took every people people that are supposed to be under you you lost every single thing you need to strengthen yourself in the lord strengthen yourself in the lord but after strengthening himself david still waited he did it because he has wept he was a soldier and then strengthened himself in the lord and took action the second right thing that david did was to seek for god's perfect leading verse 7 to 8. he had to inquire from the lord shall i pursue them shall i go shall i pursue them amen 
And then when God assures the weakness of followers becoming significant. His followers were weak. But when God assured David, when we receive assurance, there is no place that you cannot conquer if God has given assurance. So most of the time we fail. It's not because God didn't speak, but because we went ahead of God. I don't know if you have studied, if you have studied the this thing very if you have studied uh, don't go ahead of god never go ahead of god never go ahead of god you see jesus told the disciples enter the boat and cross over to the other side there was a reason the lord wanted them to go ahead of the storm That's for another day. He wanted them to go ahead of the storm. But there is a lesson to learn there. The Bible says in Matthew chapter Matthew chapter 14. Why he told the disciples to enter the boat, the ship, and cross over. He himself stepped back to send the multitudes away. And as they were going, if you follow Matthew, if you don't read it, you know, precept upon precept, line upon line, if you just take it facially. As it is there, you will think that Jesus, uh, you know, stayed back and was there. You know why they were going. Actually, Jesus went ahead of them. Jesus went to pray and went ahead of them because when Jesus was coming, he was coming from their front, not from their back. Jesus said, "Go over to the other side." But look at the lesson to learn from there, literally as it is. As they began to go, they made stop. As they began to go, they missed them. Don't go ahead of Jesus. In those days, I used to take that place and I said to the Lord, never tell me to go ahead of you. Don't tell me to cross over to the other side. Eh? That's what Moses said, as we said in the other podcast. Moses said, if your presence will not go with us, Ken lamented and said, Cain lamented and said, your presence must go with us. And said, I have lost your presence. I'll be cast out of your presence. Cain understood what the presence of God meant because God was still real. It's not now that God has gone beyond. Now for you to get God, eh? you pick up your phone. Then Facebook will start giving you a lot. And then you manage to open the Facebook, if you try at all to open it, they will take stupid things and bombard you. And if you don't, if you are not on social media, you won't have, you won't know what is going on. You won't understand what is going on. And every single thing is designed to desecrate you. Desecrate your life. Desecrate the anointing of God in your life. Everything is just made for that. You know, so to block hearing God, noise everywhere, feed everywhere, just to block you from hearing God. Ken, in those days, Ken 
understood the presence of God. He, he, he knew what the presence of God was. So when God banished him from that region, he was in a region. Remember, God sent the Father out of Eden. But God's presence was still with them. God's presence was still with them. They were God, God's presence, the mercy of God. God's presence was still with them. They were secure by God's presence. They were enveloped by God's presence. They were succored by God's presence. They were out of Eden, but they live by the presence of God. They live by the presence of God. They were out of Eden, the headquarters of God. But they were in the presence of God. And Cain said, You have banished me from your presence. I will not become a wanderer. Are you getting that? So he treasured the presence of God. Moses said, If your presence will not go with me, will not go with us, don't, don't tell us to go. And that is the next level. I said, maybe this is a second call after 35 years. Maybe this is a second call after 35 years. But the powers are collapsing. Today I wrote something. You know, the value of Naira is, the value of officially is 778 Naira to one dollar. But the black market is 1,009. It's more than 1,000 Naira to a dollar. Is that a kind of country somebody will go back? You know, but if God is sending you at that time, that is why if God is calling you to go to such a place at that time, then he must speak. The presence of God must be there. The provision of God must be there. The power of God must be because you are going as a solution, as a succor. When the hearts of men are failing, do you understand it? That's when God, you know, crisis managers, God will not send me. He sent me to Togo and I came to Togo and then to help people. And I never helped my family. Togo never helped my family, but God used me tremendously and used her tremendously to bless the life of people. So God, you, I, I know you must have listened to it in the other podcast. So when we were praying, I said, God, if your presence will not go with me, if in this calling that you will call me to go, is not inclusive <laughs> house is not inclusive personal house is not inclusive later today I add a private jet is not inclusive huh? good dress in clothes not inclusive have you read your bible the bible talks about the people of Tyre the Bible said that they will make money and give it to the priests so that the priests can wear good clothes. 
can wear good clothes and eat good food. <laughs> Go and read your Bible. <laughs> Go and read your Bible. He said that the people of Tyre, they would the don't believe us. He said that they will that they will travel and then they will make the money and then I give it to the priests of the Lord so that the priests of the Lord will eat good food and wear good clothes. <laughs> when God called Aaron, they called him for glory and for beauty. I like the way that people bargain with God. I like the way they bargain with God. Can bargain with God. Huh? Abraham came to a point and bargained with God. You call me your friend, but you have not given me a child. God said, okay, now I'm going to make a covenant with you. Come out. And then I look into the sky. I have not told you my secret, what I had in mind. Sometimes God have it in mind. Tell me about it. Tell me that for 35 years that you have been saving one $1,000 every day for me for 35 years. I like that, Father. Bring it down right now. Bring it down. Bring it down. The master has need of it. We have need of it. We are not talking, we are not saying it for any person. We are saying it because God will do it. We have a, the earth is the Lord and the food is there. You see, if there is something we have learned in this land of mission, we have learned to trust God. We have learned to know that God exists. No person means anything. Because people don't trust, don't put, you see, the psalmist, look at this. We have learned a lot of lessons. Though. The psalmist said in Psalm 118, you see the Bible. He says it is better to put your trust in God than in princes. He said it again. It's better to put your trust in God than in men. Never put your trust in men. They will disappoint you at a time when you have put your, your trust in them. Don't put your trust in men. That's what we have learned in this land. So if God, if the transition has come, I said, and it looks like it is, and it looks like it is that place. If the transition has come, or for you, you are going, make sure that the hand of the Lord is upon you. Because there is no land that you will enter with the hand of the Lord that God does not make provision. When God sent me to Eket in 1994, a man is two men. He gave me a house. I stayed there for two days. Within the two days, I think I stayed for I stayed for a period. But the second day that I stayed that place, the man gave me a house to begin a church. Ten years after I took my wife to that place. Ten years. By then the man had died. But the children recognized me. They recognized me. Even the Babu Saloon, I gave them, I, I gave, I gave them two thousand naira in those days, nineteen ninety four. They used the two thousand naira to begin Babu Saloon. The Babu Saloon was still functioning. They thought I was an angel. <laughs> Took me to their village, brought the blind, brought the sick, brought all those things, brought every person. 
and I showed them and I became afraid. And I prayed and I ran away. And when I returned, I didn't come again. God said, do, do I, did I know how many people he healed? Oh, ye of little faith. That, did I know how many people that they brought the blind, they paralyzed, they crippled. <laughs> I feel everywhere. I don't know if I have a call. Because what my children and I have suffered, my wife, the insults that we have had in this whole land of mission, and I go back to check and say, do you have a call? Then I think it's a transition, but I put it as judgment. But a wise man will say, Lord, at thy word. A wise man will say, Lord, at thy word. Peter said, at thy word. At thy word, I will lay down the net. Even though that I, I didn't catch anything out of that. But Lord, at thy word. At thy word. Lord, I don't, not, you see, at thy word, you walk on water. If it is you bid me to come, he said, Come. At thy word. You walk on water. At thy word. At thy word. Eh? He spoke to he, he, he spoke to he, he spoke to a, 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 what do you call him? Uh, Jeremiah. What's he down? He said, I see an unknown tree. He said, You have seen well. I will watch over my word to perform it. I will watch over my word to perform it. At thy word. Asakatara makatoroba. Yay! Yakasuriakandayalaba. We are waiting for that word. That word will come. Certainly will come. When that word comes, that word conquers a city. There is no city that is not conquerable. And thy word. Amen. Come unto thee. Amen. Come unto thee. The power of God bringeth them. Amen. When the Holy Ghost came, every person began to come. You know, God began to speak things. God began to reveal things. And I word. You know, apostolic, the truth about the matter is that apostolic ministry is not, apostolic calling is not the same as evangelistic and pastoral calling. Apostolic calling comes after years of training, in experience and on the word. That's when he gives you the apostolic call. That is the true apostolic calling. Forget about nomenclature. That's the way he trained the disciples. You know, in Mark chapter 9 from verse 38, you know that the disciples saw John. They, John, they saw, they saw somebody casting out demons. And he said, Master, this guy casted out demons in thy name, and he followed not us. And we stopped him. Jesus said, don't stop them. Because this guy was not under training. But this guy had faith in the name of Jesus. But he was not in the discipleship school of Jesus. But he had faith in the name of Jesus. You know, people think that because you have faith in the name of Jesus, that makes you a call to be mightier than the call of Peter. The Peter that had not started and that man was already a mover. In Mark chapter 5, that demoniac left and then went into Decapolis, which we are told means 10 cities. You understand that? Became, you know, a conqueror of 10 cities. Whereas Thomas, 
James, John, Peter. They hadn't won one soul. They were still under training. That's how apostolic calling comes. That is how it goes. I bet in the day, the one day that the Holy Ghost came, one day that the anointing came, the day that the atonement came, <laughs> they turned the world upside down. Rebraya Karabasanta. They turned the world upside down. You know about uh, you know you know you know Abraham. You know Abraham. Abraham told Lot in chapter thirteen, I say, look up. Choose. If you choose east, I go west. If you choose west, I go north. If you go north, I go south. Lord to choose. Then God told Abraham to look. Abraham looked. And Abraham saw, including where Lot had gone. <laughs> and so God gave Abraham, including the place that Lot had gone. Because, you see, God told Abraham, look, as long as your eye can see. So that's what I give you. So including the place that Lot had chosen. That's the way it goes. When your time comes, forget about people that have started ministry before you. Forget about people that had gone before you. Forget about the fact that you caught nothing all through the night. Forget about the fact that you got nothing all through the night. At thy word, when God speaks that word, then make sure you lay down the net. Lay down the net. And when you have gotten it, let it not enter your head. Submit everything to Jesus like Peter did at thy word. Submit everything back unto Jesus at thy word. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel excited. Don't forget, I'm your regular host, the Lord, Brother Apostle James Okpabe, transfiguring the word by the word of God. I'm bringing joy to the faces of many. Let somebody else hear what they are hearing. And if you feel like supporting our ministry and being part of our ministry, you can give us a shout. Uh, Gmail, the lost brother, D, not the H E, the lost brother, you know, the lost brother at gmail.com or WhatsApp, plus 228 9794 6370. You can send us message on Messenger, but when we post on Apostle Jim podcast, please don't give us Messenger. If you send us a messenger, if it is a boosted post, they will collect 50 cents. 50 cents for one question that you ask. 50 cents for one question that somebody asks. Because Facebook is all about money. So that's why many people disable. I don't know how to disable. If you know how to tell us to disable, we disable it. Sometimes like I will just want to evangelize the world and then I share the word of God. And then I use that thing to share the word of God and good news like the salvation message. And then people will be sending you messages, asking you questions, asking you for help, asking you for prayer. And each one that is activated there become 50 cents. Two questions, one dollar. Are you getting that? So with me, two questions now in Nigeria, 1,000 Naira. You get that? Yet we are not receiving anything back from the people are you getting that so uh, ministry is something that it is not it is not something that somebody does alone it is something that god moves people to support so support us let us reach the world you are not ashamed to tell you that there's something going on in my spirit 
we're not begging you know but it is to your own account if they if this blesses you it blesses you bless somebody else give her a shout amen god bless you so much i remain your regular holy lord brother apostle james okpabi transfiguring the world by the word of god and bringing joy to the faces of many see you next time if you enjoyed this podcast be sure to check us out online via apostle james podcast on youtube facebook and everywhere podcasts are available thank you for your support be blessed and have an awesome day we will see you next time on apostle james podcast